I want to tell you about Grip6. Uh, this is a company uh, that is an American company, and the products are great. You know uh, when products are just really made the, the best, highest quality, a lot of times it's, it's made in America, and that's the case with Grip6. Small business in Utah sells high-quality, made-in-the-USA belts. They look fantastic. They function really well. They last longer than any belt you've ever worn. They are customizable. You can get all sorts of cool stuff on them, you know, laser etch stuff. It's, it's, they're really cool designs, uh, and they're different. They also last forever, and they have great socks. I will tell you, I'm wearing a pair of Grip6 socks right now. And why am I doing that? Because in this room right now, it is freezing cold, and we sit in here forever, and Glenn makes it 12 degrees. He is and such a whiner. How I'm, many years do I have to listen to you whine? I, the the amen, amount of years that you make me sit in a Ugh. freezer to do this show. It's not a freezer. It, it is gr- 65 whatever. degrees. That's a compromise. Stop with your science. Uh, gra- <laughs> <laughs> uh, get Go with Grip6. Check these guys out because these are socks that are warm but thin. You can still fit them under your shoes, it's, inside your shoes. They're great. Get 50% off uh, right now when you buy one with their Valentine's Day, it's, it's day sale. It's grip6.com slash stew. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. This hour, we've got a lot on our plate. We're going to talk a little bit about the Canadian truckers. Uh, a new uh, addition. They just needed to add a couple of lines in their fourth quarter report and their projections. Pfizer. I uh, think maybe there might be some things coming out that might hurt their stock price or their earnings. I'll tell you tell you about that maybe yeah maybe if those things do happen probably would hurt also joe rogan on apologies in 60 seconds if you don't stand for something you will fall for anything that's what alexander hamilton said in his rap song i believe and he and he was right the letter, how he ha- he hasn't aged a day, you know. Uh, when he now on Broadway, he can still sing and dance, and he's black, which I did not know. I think that cultural appropriation. Hmm. It's an uphill battle. Opportunities to stand sometimes are few and far between. Actually, they're getting closer and closer now. Uh, but it takes you standing in the easy places to be able to work up to harder places. That's why I ask you to switch today to Patriot Mobile. They're the only Christian conservative mobile carrier, and they're not trying to convert everybody to Jesus by whispering on the party line phones, Jesus, Jesus loves you. No, they're just providing the same great service that you probably have right now. They're on the same cell towers. They're gonna save you money 
And what they do do is they do stand for life. They're taking some of their profits, putting their money where their mouth is, and trying to stand for life. They're trying to stand for the Second uh, Amendment, the First Amendment. They actually are working with us, so please stand with Patriot Mobile. Switch your mobile carrier right now, 972-PATRIOT. You get free activation with the offer code BECK, so call them now, 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash BECK. All right. So there's um, there's a couple of things going on. One, I'm just going to give you the information and you make of it what you will we'll find out soon two weeks ago the fda begged a texas judge to delay production of the first monthly batch of fifty-five thousand pages of covid19 vaccine data submitted to the agency by pfizer now they actually the the agency was only supposed to produce 500 pages per month which would have meant that all of the information from Pfizer would have been out in 75 years. Some judges didn't think that was reasonable. You know, you got all these papers to the FDA a lot faster than 75 years. You produced not only a drug, but a lot of paperwork. And you had an easy way to... Zipping it right over to the FDA for approval. So why don't you do that now? Okay. So now they have to start producing 55,000 pages every single month. Now, Pfizer, which just forecast $54 billion in COVID-related sales in 2022, appears to be anticipating some bad news. They have taken their fourth quarter earnings release and they've made some red line changes. Now, this is from Rubicon Capital and Kelly Brown. Uh, She says the changes all center around a couple of things and see if you can figure out what they are. For example, in Q4, they have added now on their earnings report or further information Regarding the quality of preclinical, clinical or safety data, including by audit or inspection. Now, they were saying these things might hurt, you know, our earnings going forward. But they just added, you know, and there's another thing. I mean, maybe information regarding the quality of our preclinical, clinical or safety data. You know, however that might come out, audit or inspection. I mean, it just that might hurt. That might hurt a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, she also notes that Pfizer is now highlighting concerns about clinical data integrity. Um, their their earnings could be hurt in the future. Challenges related to public confidence or awareness of our COVID nineteen vaccine. Um, including challenges driven by misinformation. Wow, there's a lot of concern about misinformation now. Driven by misinformation, okay, access, or concerns about clinical data integrity. Wait, you might have lower earnings if people have, what, access to the formula? 
I mean, throw it in the Coca-Cola safe. I mean, they're pretty good keeping that secret formula. You know what I mean? And you know what you do is you have Colonel Sanders stand guard. That's what you do because he's never given up those 11 er uh, secret herbs and spices. So concerns about clinical data integrity, misinformation, and access. Hmm. Um, Also, they say COVID-19 may diminish in severity or prevalence or disappear entirely. What did I do with that coronavirus? Now, that one I understand because it is disappearing. There's a new COVID. uh, What is it? BV uh, something two BA two BA- it's the Omicron uh, offspring offspring yeah the, the variant off of the Omicron yeah. tree basically and they're saying that this one is even it spreads even faster but it's like you don't even notice it right because everybody already got Omicron right so we're, we're, they're saying know. it may not reinfect you right. I mean it, you may not get sick from it they don't know but it's new it's out so I mean this thing may be over. So that's the only one that I go, okay, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, their earnings would go down if everybody, you know, A, didn't, weren't forced to take the vaccine uh, and all of the boosters, or if it just stops. That makes sense. Luckily for investors, they were wise enough to create a little blue pill many years ago that uh, seems to yeah, prop they up make their earnings fine. pretty well. They, make <laughs> they, fine they do pretty well money. either way. Yeah, yeah they're gonna yeah. they're gonna still make their money. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean it. It's uh, that that's obviously a uh, would be a, a change. I mean, look, people deserve to get this information, especially when the government is threatening to mandate the vaccine. You know, no, I mean, it's not just that. Look at what they've done. If you said that. Maybe the vaccines don't keep you from getting it, you mm-hmm. know? No. And then it didn't keep you from getting it. And they changed the def- the very definition of a vaccine. Uh, and then they're like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, you can get it. You can get it. But you can't spread it to others. And then you said, well, I bet you can. You are d- misinformation. You're the devil itself. Oh, it turns out, okay, well, I guess you can also spread it but you got to wear a mask so you don't do that in between bites or if you're sitting down (laughs) at a restaurant that's ridiculous you are spreading misinformation about masks okay now it's we're spreading the this is the the whole problem is it's not just that the government was mandating it's that the entire system demonized anyone who just even asked a question I, I love the I love the enlarged heart one. Uh, wait a minute. There are pilots that are saying, you know, I could have a heart problem from this. It's rare, but I could have a heart problem from this. And if I have a heart problem, I ain't ever flying again. Yeah. And how dare you miss him? That doesn't happen. And now. Yeah. You know, we might want to space these things out because it looks like your heart could enlarge. Well, this is pretty oh, consistent okay. with what you've been saying, and I, you know, I think all of us have been saying here, at least on the conservative side, this whole time. You should be able to say what you want to say, and you should be able to do what you want to do. Correct. Those two things solve all these problems. Correct. Correct. Just, just stop forcing people to take something they don't want, and if they are concerned about it, if they have a suspicion, even if it's wildly inaccurate, you don't have to shut them up. You can let your product speak for itself. You can let more voices be better than fewer voices. It's, that's the way it's always worked in America until now. 
All See, of a sudden, we're the, trying to silence people. Here's the problem. The problem is a distrust in what? Everything. Absolutely everything. And was it the conservatives that did that? No. Who's been shoveling the crap about <laughs> the police? Who has it that that has made the police look like the bad guys? Who is responsible for all of the the murders and the murder rate going up? I know you're going to say it with say it with me. The guns. The guns. But beyond the guns, it's clearly the left. Who was it that has been shoveling the crap since Clinton? And I don't mean Hillary. I mean, Bill, that this election is uh, it's fraud. It's a fraud. Every time they lose, it's a fraud. Stacey Abrams yeah. just this week sitting in front of a, you know, a group of masked children, I assume still thinks she's the governor. Yeah, she's never conceded. Right. So who who caused us? How? Why is it we don't believe in our public education anymore? Is it because of conservatives or is it because of labor unions and crazy Marxists who are now saying and telling doctors, look, if my daughter comes in or no, if someone else's daughter comes in and says that they want to become a boy, you can't even ask. Well, you know what? First, let's just see a psychotherapist. Make sure that it's not something that, you know, can be dealt with with you in your head. You're not just going through, you know, something that a lot of people go through. And then if that's really true, then we can sit down and talk about it because you're making a life altering decision at your age. Do we not trust the schools because of a conservative thing? No. Do we not trust doctors because of conservatives? No, we don't trust doctors because they went all Nazi on us. And said, we're the only thing you should listen to. We're the only thing you can you can uh, talk to. You, our advice is gospel and you will not question it. And anybody, any doctor who does question it or any other crazy thing like, yeah, I'm going to give a sex change to that 12 year old without talking to the children or to the uh, adults and the parents. You know what? You should be dis- you should be kicked out of the medical field. I don't know. That sounds a little Nazi to me. And makes me go, I don't know if I trust doctors. It's hard to keep a civilization together, too, when this type of mistrust is all over the place. It's, and, and it's, it's everybody in everything. With every- it's in everything. So just hear me out. I'm going to take a one minute break. I'm going to boil this down because people keep saying to me, why would these people do it? Read the Great Reset. Read the Great Reset. You can get it on audiobook. Today, right now, you could start listening to it right now. And yes, I know that means you can't listen to this show right now. And that hurts me. It's so important that you listen or read and you have a copy of this book. It is the Rosetta Stone. So why is it they're doing it? What are the main things we distrust? We distrust the banks, the media, the government, Big business, big tech, right? Education. We distrust all of it. Labor unions. Okay, 
So why would these guys want to get away from capitalism, which has worked for them? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'll explain in 60 seconds. What do your kids actually know about the history of America? If you ask them right now, how many founding fathers could they name? Founding fathers, founding fathers, the ones who actually did the homework and the study, and they studied every ancient civilization, every modern civilization at the time. What worked? What didn't work? Why didn't it work? What made it work? If you don't know what they read, if you don't know those theories, you're not going to, you'll never keep the government the way it is or was. You'll never stop the shrinking of this or this expansion of the government. Your kids and grandkids need to have a firm foundation of knowledge, which will help them build the next chapter of America. Right now, all of our kids are being indoctrinated with crazy crap. And I don't want to see what this generation is going to build because they don't they know half the story. They only know the half that always leads to bloodshed and misery. I want you to get the Tuttle Twins books. Get two bonuses if you order this week, plus a whopping 35 percent discount off the normal price. They're giving away a copy of their magazine. They're also the 12 activity workbooks all giving away for free. If you go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com, these are great books that will teach your kids and your grandkids. Every house should have these. Friday night is the last night that they're going to make it this available, so hurry, do it now before uh, Friday night. Get the bonuses and the discount, TuttleTwinsBeck.com, 10 seconds, station ID. So let me let me let me just uh, talk to you about why everybody is up in arms. Let's start with uh, government. If you're in Washington D.C., there's two ways to go, right? You could be one of the people that is standing up against the people who are standing up for a giant behemoth government and the Great Reset, and you can look at those guys who are all getting rich. They don't have really any concerns, except now they're starting to, because America is catching on. They hate the Republicans and the independents as much as they hate the, the Democrats, so does it really matter? Why not get rich? Right now, with their approval rating, they know, I go home and I'm berated. I am, I'm becoming a pariah. And if this thing starts to really collapse, uh, they're going to come for me. I mean, pitchforks and torches, the people are going to say, who's responsible for this? So they're freaking out because they know what they're doing. And those who didn't had nothing to do with stand up. They're going to get the blame, too. So now you've got government saying, who will protect us? Okay. Well, you've got big tech who the pitchforks and, or, and torches are coming for. Just not yet. You have to have 40 percent of this this uh, population all over the world 
coming after big tech because AI just destroyed their job. They know that's coming. And that's going to cause civil unrest. And the torches and the pitchforks will go to Silicon Valley. So the government is freaking out because they're coming for me now. Can I work with big tech so I can shore our safety up and big tech your safety? Because we'll be in this together. Big, big uh, business, big banks that took all of our money, took our money in 08. They lied about it through the Fed. They didn't take $5 trillion and give it to the bank. They gave $30 trillion to the banks. It's the biggest transfer. It's the biggest theft of money in the history of the world. When you have a hard time buying anything, who stole it? The banks, the financial, the big businesses. They know they're in trouble. Who will protect me? Well, government will come with us because we got big tech. So we'll take big business and we're going to develop something here. That's a plan. And you know what we need? Labor unions, because the labor unions will keep the little guy down. The labor unions can be used as the enforcer in the neighborhoods. This is what's happening. And if you don't get it. It's going to be too late for you. You're going to be on the wrong side. But this is what's happening. They all know. Why do you think media? Why do you think they're coming after uh, Joe Rogan? It's not just for the disinformation. CNN with glee comes after anybody that has any ratings whatsoever. Why? Because they're over. They're over. And they know it. That system is done. Well, what does that mean? We've always done big network stuff. Well, you're going to have to retool and relearn, aren't you? Unless you throw your hat in with a gigantic government that will shut down anybody who's taking ratings from you or saying anything different and pointing to you and going, you know, it looks like a kind of a really sick kind of, I don't know, orgy center at CNN more than a newsroom. Of course, they're all protecting themselves, they're all protecting their empires, they're all protecting their wealth, and they're all telling each other, we're going to be fine. It's just these crazies who are not part of the elite. And I got news for you. Democrat, Republican, Independent, that's you. That's you. The time to act is now, and it's not through violence. It's just standing up and saying, I know who you are, and I'm I'm not playing this game anymore. All right, LifeLock. Uh, Here's a nice thought. What if you didn't have to worry 24-7 about, you know, uh, somebody hacking into your system? The likelihood of cybercrime coming your way is pretty good, is pretty good. I don't know what to do about that. Jeez, I'm trying to figure other stuff out. I'm trying to make sure my kids go to school. They don't come out indoctrinated. And, you know, they don't do all the other things that kids are doing now. Please give me a break. Well, that's what LifeLock is for, to give you a break. They know you can't watch everything. Nobody can watch everything. Nobody can stop everything. But these guys are the best. I don't know how if something happens to my, you know, uh, ID, I don't know what to do. How do I clean that up on the dark web? They know they have a team in case something slips through the cracks. They'll take care of it with you. 
Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Do it now. 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. Lifelock.com. You can get The Great Reset on Kindle or on audiobook now. Don't miss it. It's really important. The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening in Canada uh, because uh, a good development happened last night. A few good developments have happened last night. It's weird. Ottawa just uh, said, uh, not Ottawa, but I think it's is it Calgary. I don't know. It's one of those places up there. We don't even <laughs> think about it because it's too cold. To even th- You get like a brain freeze just thinking about it. Uh, but anyway, um, one of the governors or whatever they have up there uh, said, we're going to, as of midnight tonight, all the vaccine stuff done as far as the passports and everything else. That's, I think that's because of the truckers. Yeah. I think that's because of the truckers. <laughs> Seems like they are going to get some sort of concession here yeah. in some way. There's also some supposedly a new um, press conference coming today from the Biden administration, the COVID-19 task force. My guess is the science has changed once again. We're going to learn all sorts of new things. It seems like they have figured out that the politics of these restrictions are no longer favorable for them. And that's the I, only thing that changed. Again, the people move the government, not the other way around. We got to keep remembering that. We got I mean, you see, Well, let's 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 not count our chickens before they That's hatch. fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. And by the way, it's not going to be it's not going to be, you know what? We thought about they're going to say because we were so vigilant. Oh. And we worked so hard. <laughs> it wasn't the variant that changed the whole game. It wasn't nature. Mm-mm. It was us. This is going to be really frustrating, oh, frustrating. To, to live through. Yeah. To live to them taking credit for lifting the restrictions yep. is going to be the most agonizing thing yep. in the world. And they yep. will not ad- admit at any point that they were wrong about On any anything. of this stuff. They were always no, well, with they have the, the science. New, they have the New York Times policy on on apologies. Oh, oh, I love this. You don't know this. But New York Times, they want everybody, when is he going to apologize? Or when is he going to apologize? You know, the Sarah Palin trials going on where, you know, they accused her of, you know, being a monster and Basically causing lo- the shooting. You're loading Gabby the gun mm-hmm. for the shooter, which has nothing to do. She had nothing to do with it. No. Um, so she wanted an apology, a retraction and apology. This is what we found out in court. Yeah. Uh, the guy who was eventually fired for approving, what was it the Tom Cotton op-ed? Yeah. Right. He yeah. got fired because he was, I guess, too conservative for the times. The mm-hmm. same person who plant, who, who has admitted he yeah. planted in the language that right. blamed Sarah Palin for this, uh, for these shootings. Um, but listen to this. This is a fascinating thing. If you're Joe Rogan. I hope Joe Rogan gets wind of this today. I hope anyone who's in the middle of a cancel culture moment and is supposed to apologize gets wind mm-hmm. of the official New York Times policy. Mm-hmm. Bennett, that's his name, also said the Times had a policy against apologizing for corrections, which are extremely painful for journalists. <laughs> and that it would be meaningless to apologize for every error. I'm going to remember that. I've just adopted the New York Times uh, apology 
uh, policy. Policy. We can't apologize because it's against our policy. Yeah. So we can't even and, when and, even when we actually make a mistake, we right. can't apologize. We can't apologize. Sorry, it's meaningless. It's very painful for the people on air to do it, uh, and we'll do it when the New York Times decides to change their policy. Hmm. I'm 100% adopting oh, that policy. Absolutely, I am too. 100%. Uh, but I am interested in this and the approach of the media from everything from COVID to uh, to the CNN stuff that's going on right now uh, and how yeah, they're yeah. handling it and even on inflation. And I want to give you an example of this. I'm really interested to hear which way you'll go on this because I, I feel myself pulled in both directions a little bit, but I want to hear what you're going to say on this. This is a clip of uh, Derek Thompson, who is a journalist at The Atlantic, and he has a podcast for The Ringer. And he's interviewing, to set it up, Jason Furman. He's the former Obama economist. Now, Furman uh, was one of the few, along with Larry Summers, who said, actually, this, uh, this policy of just dumping trillions of dollars into the economy right now is going to cause some actual inflation problems. So this is an Obama guy who was right about inflation here. Okay. He's being interviewed by Derek Thompson. Derek Thompson said... He did not believe there would be inflation problems. Mm. And he said he believed the transitory side of this argument. That's mm. that he was on that side. Okay. So he gives here in this clip three reasons why he believes he missed it. He's trying to look at why did I make this mistake? Trying to learn. Trying to learn from his mistake that uh-huh. he's admitting now. Uh-huh. Now, the first two are interesting. Um, and it's him basically admitting mistakes that are kind of personal. But the third one in particular, I want to, I want you to listen to okay. and tell me what you think about his excuse. Number one, I was born in 1986. I've never really experienced major inflation in my lifetime. So it didn't seem like the sort of threat that I should pay close attention to. Like in this way, I guess it's a little bit like a pandemic. You underprepare for the sort of things for which you don't have firsthand experience. All right, so that's number one. Number two, Also very personal, my career as a journalist started in 2009, 2010. That's the aftermath of the Great Recession. And that was a period when unemployment was consistently too high and consumer demand was consistently too low. I'm sure you remember this from your time in the Obama administration. So I wasn't thinking about inflation or supply side stuff at all. I was thinking about how do we get unemployment as low as it can possibly be as fast as possible. Third, And this is the thing that maybe I shouldn't say, but I think it would be dishonest not to admit it. A part of me was kind of rooting for Biden. I was just really happy he beat Trump. And I think I let my emotions drag me toward a position that said, Biden won't have an inflation problem because I would rather he not have an inflation problem. (laughs) And like, that's a ridiculous thing to say out loud, a shameful thing to say out loud. But I do think that might've been like 5% of my motivated reasoning. I can't wait to comment on this. Uh, I like this guy. Mm. I actually like this guy. It's not shameful to say that out loud. It's shameful to keep that inside and hide it and Mm. pretend, no, I I didn't have, oh, I'm an honest journalist. No, he's admitting he's human and he made a human mistake. The other thing, if I may just point out, those that don't learn history history are doomed and destined to repeat it i was born in 1986 so i never saw yeah well the rest of the world has and we've been saying this time it's not different there are certain principles that we've learned through history uh you know the gods of the copybook headings those things are true 
And it's not different this time. And if you don't know history and take history seriously, Derek, you're going to continue to make these mistakes. And the, the second one, I was born in 86, and then, oh, 2000, 2009, 2010. Again, that's you thinking, and this is the problem. This is the problem that, so, that Wall Street had at the end of the 90s. When we started having these big bubbles, why, was, why did Wall Street start to, you know, uh, sell the, uh, uh, what are they, CD, uh, CDOs and, and mm-hmm. all of those things? Why did they keep, why did they start doing that? Because everyone who lived through this Great Depression was gone. Anyone who had been on Wall Street or had lived through the Great Depression, they were all dead by the 90s. They were all gone. And so you had these new leaders who had never experienced any of this stuff before. The old heads of the banks and everything else knew these things could happen with youthful exuberance. He experienced youthful exuberance. His generation comes in. Ah, we know we got it. I mean, we got the reason we have computers. You guys don't even have you don't know how to even use your phone, grandpa. Yeah, but we've seen things and have lived through them. And that's why it's important that the generations come together. Because you, uh, the younger generation, you're right. I don't understand all of technology and I can't adapt as fast as you. Okay. Because we are different. And when you get older, you get more set in your ways. So I don't know how we're going to fix everything. That'll be your job because you'll see the new advancements and you'll be able to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, I just I was talking to an artist and they said, uh, you know, uh, I use Photoshop and I and then I take pictures of people and I arrange them and blah, blah, blah. And then I put them on a transparency and I use an overhead projector. And I'm like an overhead projector. Who even makes an overhead projector? What are you even talking about? Younger artists are like, yeah, you don't need to clip out. I mean, he was talking about I'm clipping out these pictures I took and then I paste them. And then I put, what are, you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Photoshop. Okay. That, that is, that's the difference between the generations. You get set in your way and you see something one way. And that's just the way it's easy for you to do it. The new generation comes up. Stu, I tried to teach you how to edit the first day we started working together. <laughs> yeah. And you showed me a digital edit and uh, editor. And in the middle of it, I went, well, okay, tape is dead. <laughs> right? Yeah, Didn't I remember I? that. Yes, that's a real Okay, thing. never mind. Don't listen to anything I said. <laughs> I'm not up on that one. Okay? Never edited anything again. The older generation has experienced things. Stu came to me with a with all kinds of new ideas and new technologies and how to do it but i came to him with the experience and the knowledge of the business and what has come before and together we've made a really good show a really good team that's the way it's supposed to work 
this guy doesn't get it or didn't get it. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Uh, But I actually respect him. I don't know if we'd like each other, but I respect him because he's actually being honest. And what about the third one? Admitting that he was kind of rooting for Biden. And that's why he missed it. Again, a reason for me to like him. Yeah, because that, that was, I wanted to follow up after you hearing that. Would that make you more or less likely to listen to the next thing he said? More likely. I think the same for me. More likely. And, you know, I was thinking of this of, of like, you know, he's admitting he made mistakes, right? And going through that process. And that's not easy to do, especially on the air. Um, but uh, <laughs> there is a, there's a situation where like, I was thinking of this in the context of CNN. I mean, if you've watched CNN over the past couple of weeks since all this Zucker thing stuff has happened, you've seen basically nonstop pep talks to their audience, to their journalist. I swear we're good. I swear we're not collapsing. I swear it. Everything. Wh- why did we do this? You know, we're being unfairly attacked. Blah, 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 blah. Can you imagine if you got that approach from CNN where like they just said, you know, we, we honestly did think the Russia thing was a big deal. And here's why we missed it. We looked at the Donald Trump stuff in the campaign. We didn't like the way he treated us. And we got emotionally involved and went too far. You know, when we when we when the COVID thing was happening, we were scared. We were in New York. We were in yeah, a, a, ground a, zero. The, the ground zero of it. And it wasn't like it was in the other countries. And we misjudged Ron DeSantis. I, Can you imagine if they said stuff? That's like that? what we used to do. You would totally trust them more. You not would. Less. You would. Yeah. But they cannot break from the narrative. Yeah. They think by admitting they're an alcoholic It will destroy them. Mm. It will be their rebirth. If you admit your mistakes and your errors and you self-examine, it will grow you as a person and grow whatever it is you're doing. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody wants something else to happen. In this situation, None of us really know what the right thing is to do. Can you tell me, you know, if you just, if we all just did this, everything would be fixed and we'd go back to normal. No, I don't know. Because this situation has never existed before in all of its complexity. We can go back and look and say, these things we know worked or were bad. It might help. Let's do these things. And anybody got any new ideas to add to that? You just have to know history. And you also, you have to stop playing teams. My team is Team America. That's my team. I want America to succeed. I want humans to succeed. I want humans to be free. The best way to do that is to stop all of this globalization bullcrap, to stop all of the stuff running out of a central location that's going to control your life all the way down. That's arrogance. Let people be. Some will make mistakes, some won't. That's their God-given right. And I got to tell, tell you, this guy will be better because he made mistakes. I think you're right. It's an amazing one. Uh, all right, we're down to the uh, last week before Valentine's Day. Uh, can you hear the clock ticking at this point? 
the, the footsteps are coming. The four horsemen of the apocalypse are around the corner. Valentine's Day is really close by. It's Monday, right? Monday? You forgot again? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, don't wait too long. Don't miss out on a great deal from GenuCell. They can save 60% off of the GenuCell's most popular package for Valentine's Day. You can get the brand new GenuCell anti-aging primer for radiant glow and a flawless finish, free with every order of GenuCell's most popular package. GenuCell's new primer uses botanical extracts that will deeply hydrate and brighten your finished look. You, uh, you got me a Mountain Dew and a bag of chips? <laughs> I mean, I think that's... That's I saw those today at the at the airport gas station. <laughs> Visit genucell.com and <laughs> enter the promo code BEC35. Get 20% off at checkout. This is the last week. Genucell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. So, you know, what's interesting is, you know, this guy who just admitted I got emotionally tied up because I hated Trump so much. And you can understand that. They said, you know, Trump said the media is the enemy of the people. That's emotional if you're on the other side of that. But you would think that they would now learn that's why you shouldn't call half of the country terrorists mm -hmm. and uh, people that want to just destroy America. You, you can't say that or the other side will become emotionally involved. So, who did that? Trump did that and caused you to react like insane people. What are you expecting? This is the Glenn Beck Program.